A Letter to My First Baby by Jessica Shatsley. The day I told you you were going to be a big brother, I cried more tears than I cried on your first birthday. I knew you were too little to understand what it meant for me to be having another baby, but I needed you to hear it from your mama first because, well, you are my baby. Since that day, we've had many conversations, you and I, about the changes that are coming. I tell myself that I'm preparing you for a big transition. But I know by the ache in my heart and your eagerness to quit with all the chit-chat so you can get back to playing, these talks are mostly for me. I know it seems odd because I'm the adult, the one who made this decision, and the one growing this new life. Why should I feel anything but joy? But sweet love, you must know that you were my baby. As my stomach swells with the pride and joy of your little brother or sister, it's getting harder and harder to pull you up against me. We've had to adjust, you and me, shift the way that you fit across my chest, change the way that I carry you and play with you. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be. The slow adjustment is happening in obvious ways in my body and in quiet, tender ways in my heart. I'm excited for this little one we'll be holding in a few months, so much more excited than it may seem. Yet, there's an unfamiliar heaviness in my heart a feeling that seems requisite when carrying a baby in your arms and another in your womb. Because, well, you were my first baby. And yet here you are, my sweet boy, toddling around my feet, throwing balls and playing with trucks. Those quiet newborn coos have turned into belly laughs and loud protests when you want your food right now. As you grow, your curiosity and energy often take you out of my arms and into whatever new fun you have discovered yet you always find your way back. Even in the midst of the changes that are happening, I can see you still need me, so very much indeed. But it's different now. Though that reality is exciting, it's also hard, because you are my baby. I dream about the ways that you will love, protect, and let's face it, get into trouble with your new little sibling. Thinking of you as a big brother brings an added thrill to this pregnancy, which has been such a gift. Although logic tells me this baby will be different in so many ways, I can't help but picture you when I think about delivery rooms and tiny onesies and that newborn baby smell. When I think of my baby, I think of you. They keep telling me my heart will grow times two when this baby joins our family and there's more than enough love to go around. Today, in this moment, as I'm watching you sleep, I'm banking on that profound mystery. I have surrounded you with every bit of love I have ever known because you were my first baby. The thing is, mama knows just how much time and attention goes into loving a newborn. This little one will need me in all the ways you once needed me. I worry you'll feel less valued, less loved. Okay, I'll be honest. I'm worried I'm going to miss you because you were my baby. Yes, it'll be an adjustment with this new baby around. It will be an adjustment for you, big brother, and it will be an adjustment for your mama. Life is full of changes. Some will be easier and more joyful than others, but through all the changes life may bring, of this you can be sure. You will always have a place. My lap will never be too full for you. My lips will never tire of kissing you. My eyes will never be done adoring you. 
our home will always have room for you. Whether you become a big brother to one or to many, many more, whether you are a year old, 18 years old, or 80 years old, no matter the distance or the differences that may lie between us, you will always belong here. You are and will always be my first baby. Jessica, thank you so much for sharing this piece with our community. Yeah, you're welcome. It's so awesome to meet you. And I'd love for our listeners to get to know just a little bit about the stage of motherhood that you're in right now. Yes, I have a 17-month-old and I am 28 weeks pregnant right now. So awesome. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, I am just so grateful that you're here and I'd love to ask you a few questions as part of our Ages and Stages series. And um, I'd love to know what is your favorite or least favorite game or activity to do with your children? Oh man, we do a lot of singing in my house. (laughs) So um, I'm constantly singing songs we've made up or lullabies or different things. Mm. I we do dance parties. My son loves to dance. And so we're, um, we're either singing music or playing music. And that seems to be a hit. That's awesome. We do a lot of music here as well. Although my kids are a little older and now they spend a lot of time making playlists on Apple music. <laughs> and uh, so it's less about like fun songs we make up and more about dance party, have a concert. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's really fun. Well, awesome. I'd love to ask you, if you could talk to your pre-kid self, what would you tell her? Oh, wow. I think before I had kids, I thought I knew what um, being a mom would be like. And I thought, oh, there's a right way to be a mom and a wrong way to be a mom. And so Mm. I think I had a lot of pressure going into motherhood of doing it correctly, I guess. And I think I would just tell myself that there's no right way to mother, (laughs) Um, that it looks different for each person and that there's grace to do it kind of the way that I would do it. And that God's given this child to me specifically and uh, that my gifts and limitations are exactly what this child needs and to just rest in that and God's direction in that. Yeah, I agree. I think that motherhood can be a very diverse experience and a very beautiful experience, even it fits very different from mom to mom. And um, I agree with you. Also, I'd love to ask you, what is the best or worst advice you have gotten about parenting? (laughs) Oh, the best advice was definitely to pray first. I am for sure wired to try to figure things out. And so I'm an analyzer. And when I don't know what to do, I go analyze mode, fix it mode, I can figure this out. And I put my head down and just do what I can. And obviously, as you know, with parenting, that there's rarely a right answer as we just talked about. And so um, my friend's advice to pray first was just huge because I it seems so simple and obvious, but usually I do all of my analyzing and trying to figure things out and then throw my hands in the air and think, fine, I'll just pray and ask God, like, please help me. Um, but absolutely, when I have stopped to pray first, then it's like, well, I might still need to go and call a friend or look things up, but I can at least go into it with open hands and with an attitude of surrender rather than of control and that type of thing. So praying first would be my best advice. And I think... I haven't been given really any specific 
thing for that I would say would be a worse advice other than just in general, when people give you absolutes, like a good mom always has their kid on a schedule or a good mom always, you know, gets the way overnight with her as soon as possible and whatever. It just, I think those absolutes put a lot of pressure, especially on a first time mom, because most of us really want to do well and want to parent well. And so when you're hearing people tell you, you have to do it this way, I think it really puts a weight, unnecessary weight on you. That's would just be bad advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that a lot of times when people are giving advice, we don't necessarily think of it as bad advice, but we just realize that that advice maybe doesn't apply to my situation or my child's needs or my style and approach to parenting. And, um, so it's probably not the best way to ask that question, but <laughs> I, I think that is great insight and something that we should all keep in mind. Yeah. So um, last question, I'd love to know um, during this time that we're in, which is a very strange time in <laughs> history for our entire country world. Yes. It, I would love to know how you're spending your time. Is there anything that you have been reading or watching that has been um, entertaining, enjoyable? Um. I, as far as what we've been watching, we just recently started watching Downton Abbey, which I know, mm-hmm. you know, people have been watching for a very long time. I'm just now getting on the boat here, but that has been super interesting. So I've been really enjoying that. And as far as reading goes, um, Jenny Allen's latest book, um, I think it's called Get Get Out of Your Head or something like that. Um, I've also just recently started that and it's been really good too. So. so good. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today and also contribute to the Ages and Stages series on Kindred Mom. It's been so great to have you and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. <laughs>